with the ever-increasing trend of telling people that they are capable even if they are not and telling them to be themselves despite whatever their present selves are, it is natural that there are so many people who come across as people you would rather not meet. People who feel entitled to everything, who feel that they are a gift of God to this society. But when you look at them closely and fixedly, you realize that they either serve no purpose at all or they serve some petty purpose like everyone else around them. Where does this sense of grandeur come from and how is it sustained? Well, this is what we loosely call a superiority complex. There is a number of causes that lie behind it. We'll try to examine some common ones. However, before that we'll have to answer the question that nearly every postmodernist human would ask before embarking on any journey of any kind. Why should we even do it? We must curb our sense of superiority because it keeps us from achieving the true purpose of our life. What is the true purpose of our life? It is to improve and care for ourselves. But isn't the true purpose of life supposed to be something greater than our own selves? Well, no, certainly not. Everything you see, every single thing, it is because you exist. You cease to exist and all your greater goods and your grand purposes cease to exist. Nothing remains, at least for you. And given that we don't know what truly happens to your personality after your death, we have no way out other than believing that after you are gone, things around here don't hold any value for you anymore. So all those things that you fought for and fought against are very important, but only as long as you are there. With you gone, all value attached to things around you is gone. Therefore we can conclude that the most important thing that you have is your own self. It is your kaleidoscope through which you see the world. And the view depends on the quality of the kaleidoscope. And most of our complexes, phobias, manias, etc. are dust particles on the kaleidoscope lens. They hinder your view. That said, now we see how to clean one of the most common types of dust, the sense of superiority over others. There is an invaluable gift only some humans receive from nature. However, most others can develop it. It is the gift of metacognition. What is metacognition? Roughly, it is a living being's awareness of its own thoughts. It is thinking about thinking. It is the ability to observe what line of thought your mind is taking. It is a kind of third-person perspective when looking at one's own mind. Technically, this is one of the traits that separate humans from animals. But unfortunately not all, well not even a huge number of humans are born with it. Most of us are so busy thinking about things around us that we are not aware of the processes of our mind. We are so drowned in the noise of our constant, sometimes compulsive thinking that we no longer remain aware of where it is going. That said, it is certainly possible to learn this ability. There are several techniques that can help someone willing to learn. We can talk about them in another episode. In this episode, we are going to talk more in detail about one of the things that happen when a human lacks metacognition.
Not being aware of the direction of your thinking can be likened to not being able to see a map on a new road. You can drive, you can get ahead too, but you never truly are aware of your terrain or your direction. In some people, this results in the firm belief that they are on the right track. As there is no way for them to find out the veracity of their belief, they keep moving ahead. They even cancel what others think is a substantial evidence of their path being wrong. If they have other passengers in their car who believe in their claims, it gets even worse for them. They never stop to check directions. This is more or less the process through which the sense of superiority is born. And the only way for the person to stop is to suffer an accident. Well, there is the other way of stopping willfully and taking a look around, asking for direction at all. But the speed is addictive and the thought of stopping frustrating. How to identify if you suffer from a sense of superiority? There are some questions you can ask yourself and if the answer is yes, you need to pause and look at yourself soon. Do you consistently try to lead others even if when you do it is a disaster? Do you naturally make decisions for others? Do you constantly think about what is good for others and what is not? Do you always feel you are responsible for others' future more than your own? Do you make fun of people who resist your ideas? Is it hard for you to learn things from others? Do you quickly take yours or others' attention to things that you are good at when someone else proves that he or she is better than you at something? When learning something, do you consistently feel that the person teaching you is not doing it well and should take cues from you? Do you always care too much about how people are doing things that don't affect you? If the answer to even a few of the questions above is yes, then my friend, you have lost your way. You have developed a sense of superiority. It is generally developed either as a defense mechanism when at a young age when is surrounded by people who belittle others all the time or the opposite when you are surrounded by people who praise you a lot for little things. The second scenario generally occurs in rural or smaller communities where even a little talent at something is taken as a huge gift by the little group of people. No matter what the cause is, if you have a sense of superiority, then you are on a path to collision with the world and its ways. And believe me, no one ever survived that accident. Either it makes you better or it ends you. That is why my advice to you is develop metacognition. We shall soon talk about how.